I'm caps lock different. It's facts, non-fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my what's up guys welcome back to episode 161 of psychotic and iconic Pauls here along with my co-host nick theories and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms i'm glad our volume's working today we back we back because we got phil in the flesh oh, yeah philly so phil's good. in the building yeah we're not a couple of dumbasses right now so we're all right though everything's a learning curve right it is that's that, i'm learning right now i gotta learn to, to adjust to this you got one percent better on tuesday that's that's that progress to me that's progress that's yeah. progress all right let's get right into it because i want to pop so saquon barkley uh apparently may sit out week one if a deal's not reached he wants 16 million per year the giants were offering 13. he said it was cat on twitter <laughs> apparently now though the Giants only offered him 19 and a half million over two years, which is less than the South than the uh, um, the franchise tag. What do you think? Do you think he sits out week one? Do you think a deal gets done? Because the deadline to get a deal done is Monday. Uh, I don't. They have to get a deal done, right? I mean, their their hands are forced. They drafted him number two overall in the 2018 uh, NFL draft. Um, Who went before him? Was it Darnold? I think so. 2018 was. Darnold what I think it was Darnold somebody forgot keep talking I'll, right I'll so uh whatever anyway I don't care he went number two overall in the 2018 draft that's all I know and the Giants they're pigeonholed they let's just call it what it is and they're in a tough spot because the culture now in the NFL is do we pay uh running backs or do we just get rid of them after the first contract after the rookie contracts up and Usually now the most popular thing is they're getting rid of the running backs after the rookie contract. You know, when you guys, when you guys, we have like Leonard Fournette, he's a free agent. You got Dalvin Cook, still a free agent. Ezekiel Elliott, still a free agent. Like, that's a problem. Like, these guys are still pretty young, in my opinion. It's just the, the problem is you can get any running back in the draft. And, you know, I can give you an example. The, the Patriots won a Super Bowl with Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis you was cut by... He was cut by the Eagles. I was there when he was there, actually. And uh, he went to the Patriots. He had a great year. They won the Super Bowl. They beat the Falcons. And then they went back to the Super Bowl with the same running back. I mean, obviously, they had Garrett Blunt, But you can interchange running backs. You don't got to just have one running back. So was, that's my thing. It's it like Baker that went over him. Baker, Baker yeah. Saquon, then Sam Darnold. Okay. So, so, yes, yes, so Darnold. Josh, Josh Allen and oh. then um, Lamar Jackson. Damn, those first three teams missed heavy imagine the one and even heavy. even lamar heavy he went in the what was he 32nd yo josh allen in new york would have been crazy but whatever but I, it's thing, a, whatever real fast i actually want to touch on that because i actually don't know about that why? you know why why because their coaching staff was so bad i don't know if josh allen would have developed into the player he is today could be that's a fair take i don't know if the talent's there i but really don't i mean not for nothing i don't even think mahomes <sighs> bro it was adam gase he was awful. I, I get it. So, I, I'm anyway, it. I, whatever. Go ahead. But um, yeah, I the whole point was just like 
you can interchange running backs and still be successful. So, and you know, it's a pass happy league. Teams are looking for a pass catching running back. They're looking, they're looking for a runner. Saquon could do both, but if you can get somebody for cheaper, why wouldn't you do that? It's a pass happy league. You go, you, you get your wide receivers, you know, and then you just go, you build from there and then you get your offensive line. I think, I think teams have smartened up to allocate the money elsewhere at more important positions. So uh, I, I just don't think they're going to get a deal. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I don't know. I, I can't believe that they paid Daniel Jones what they paid him, and now they're in a fight with Saquon, who is actually their best player on offense. I would have paid Saquon before Daniel Jones because here's the thing. If Daniel Jones held out or anything like that, there wasn't a market for him. There wasn't a team in the NFL that was going to pay him $45 million. You don't think so? No way. I don't I mean, know. off the top of your head, can you – Outside of the, who? The Raiders? Who else is really starving for a quarterback? Uh, a lot of teams were pre-draft, though. No, 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 I'm saying right now. Yeah, pre-draft. Who was it? I don't like, but. Right. Free agency happened before the draft, though. So, obviously, that would have occurred first. So, then, you know, but you could you go think, get your quarterback. But do you think a team like the Panthers, they would have, instead of going Bryce Young, they would have tried, Frank Reich would have went for Daniel Jones? I don't believe that. Well, I don't believe that either because they traded all those picks. What about the Texans? Pro- Texans have the second overall pick. They could, do you think they would have drafted a defensive lineman and chased Daniel Jones? I don't. Well, here's the thing, though. It, when you are GM of the team, you kind of want to choose your quarterback. Agreed. That quarterback was already chosen to a degree. Yeah, like, but, I, but could like, you choose Daniel Jones? You could, but he's just not flashy enough to to be attractive to, well, to, to, to get him. Right. Well, that's, that's, what that's, that's the point I'm trying to make here. Yeah. What I'm trying to make here is he's not a top 10 quarterback, right? No. So the point is there's not going to be a hot enough market, but some team would pay. You'd be like, let's be real. Some team will pay. And it's just look at the history of quarterbacks. I mean, fucking what's his name? Chase McDaniel. He got like all this money from the Eagles. And, you know what I mean? He yeah. backed up. He was a backup. He made like $50 million being a career backup. That's what I'm saying. So so a team's going to be willing that I think teams are always willing to invest in quarterbacks. That's so I think the Texans gave Brock Osweiler 90 million after all, but that's why three games, but I get Saquon is their best player in terms of, I mean, talent level is, is he the best player? Oh yeah. On offense without a doubt. Okay. When you say best player, do you mean like impactful? Because impact is is where I get. This yeah, sense. but I would actually say I would I would I would lean yes. I mean they don't really have anybody. Who do they have? I mean you could say like Thibodeau on 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 the defensive side of the ball, okay, or like one of their linemen. But it's Saquon. Like the the Giants are Saquon's team. I really believe that. I mean now they're not. They're Daniel Jones's team because he's making forty. Oh yeah, million. absolutely. Yeah. But I'm just saying like when you think of the Giants, you don't think Daniel Jones. No, you think Saquon Barkley. You don't think Sterling Shepard or. Or something like that. When I think of the Giants, I don't even know what I think of. I think purgatory. I don't know what I think of, honestly. Yeah. I just think of them beating the Patriots in the 07 season. That's what I think about the Giants. That well, You'll never live it down. I'll never forget it. It's horrible. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen they in my ruined life. the, like, actual, like, one of the best, probably the most impressive NFL thing of all time. Yeah. I, I an would undefeated say, season. An undefeated season. I would say that's the biggest upset of all time. I, I, it has to be. I, I mean, I can't even name another upset. I don't know. 
and and an upset is not like a three to one series lead in the NBA Finals and blowing it. Like that's not an upset. Like I mean, also you. I mean, you can make the case the 2016 Patriots was an upset when they beat the Rams in their favor. Because that team was, dude, that team had Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, Julian Edelman. Uh, the running back was, um, who was the running back? I mean, that team was not good. It was just they had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. We had Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle. And Sony Michelle was the only player in that Super Bowl to score a touchdown. Fun fact. However, Rob Gronkowski made the biggest play of the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could still see him running down the left hash, catching that ball. It's bringing it in like that but anyway i missed them yeah so as i as we got off track but yeah usual. anyway i just don't believe that i think the giants made the right move in paying daniel jones over saquon because saquon i mean because saquon the running back market it's 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 not and there's no investment there right mm -hmm. like whereas i just I, I just don't see a team that would pony up if, if Saquon were to have a decent year and the Giants were like, fuck it, we'll, we'll, you know, we're ready to trade him. I don't think they would get back the same return as they would for Daniel Jones. I think they would get a lot more in return for Daniel Jones than they would for Saquon Barkley. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely. Bro. No way. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely, bro. No way. Dude, absolutely. Nobody's pony enough for Dude, you're going to. Absolutely. So, so here's the thing. Absolutely. You, I feel like you could replace Daniel Jones with a mid-level quarterback that could do the same thing that he did before you can replace Saquon Barkley's production last year. Absolutely, you could do that, dude. Saquon Barkley's a top-five running back. Daniel Jones is maybe, maybe a top-15 quarterback. Wow. And, but you paid him like Daniel Jones. If there's an injury or something like that, he can overcome that, and he can't. He threw 15 touchdowns. Okay. I mean, think about that. Think about that. He's like Daniel Jones is not it. And you're paying him like he's a star and he's not a star. He's an average. He's a mid-level quarterback at you, best. You, you know what Saquon is? A name. He's a brand new car that got driven off the lot uh -huh. and lost a ton of value. That's what he is. And I like Saquon. I do. But when I look at the running back position and the pay scale, I, I know what you're they're saying. not getting the bread. I understand. So that, why would I pay a running back 19 and a half million when Cordell Patterson just got two years for 9 million? I'm not comparing the two. I'm not saying that they're, but Cordell no. Patterson ain't mid. He ain't shit. But my point he, is he, had, he was impactful, He was, and, but he was impactful at a cheaper price. But here's the problem. Did their quarterback that is a lesser value get 47 million? No, the problem was no. Daniel Jones's contract. But what you'll get is you'll get the draft capital back. Some team is going to pay a, a a quarterback over a running back in terms of trading. So it's an investment for the Giants. If it goes wrong, and just say Daniel Jones goes nine and eight, below expectations, probably gonna, right. I think that's I think that's expectations. Right, but hear me out. And the Giants are like, fuck. What do we do? Like, do we do we continue this, or do we move off of them? And as well, well, listen, Go ahead. Daniel Jones got paid this year. Yeah. The quarterback market in two years from now, or even next year is going to be even higher. So eventually Daniel Jones's contract is going to be a quote unquote bargain, depending on how he plays. So the value is going to be there in, in two years over Saquon. Uh, That's I, my point. I beg to differ on that, bro. Cause here's my issue. What would you say? I don't believe that. Oh, cause here's the thing. I don't think Daniel Jones's value will ever be higher than it is right now. What you say? He's looking crazy. I had, I had to check you. I checked back. Go ahead. That's what I think. I don't think Daniel Jones's value will ever be higher than it is right now. 
I, I just disagree with that, though. Because if you look at the NFC, the competition's kind of weak. Do you, think the, he leads, do you think the Giants make the playoffs? They're a fringe uh, wildcard team. I think they're fringe seven that's seed. That's fair. I okay, think that's they're fringe. Fair. I think they have talent. It just depends on Daniel Jones. I don't like Daniel Jones. This is on record. Yeah. But what I'm saying is you'll get more for the quarterback than you would for the running back. The running back's position value is going down. The quarterback can be on the upswing because in a couple of years, his contract could be a bargain compared to what's going on right now. It's only going to go up. But here's the thing. That contract will never be a bargain because Daniel Jones is not worth that. Depending on how he plays. It, like you're betting on how he plays. I'm, so, but, we're well, assuming he's going to. Right. But we're assuming they're going to go out there and be three. Three and fourteen. No, but you don't pay for you don't pay a quarterback forty seven million dollars and go nine and eight in a week. Conference. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But the value is still going to be there over over the running back. The running back position is devalued. That's what I'm no, saying. No, no, I totally. That's get why that. I compared I totally get it that. to a brand new car that you drive it off the lot and then you have it for a couple months and it lost like twelve thousand dollars. No, when you I pay totally. Thirty for it. I'm with you on that. I'm just saying. So if you were running the Giants and you were in the same predicament right now, yeah. you would pay Daniel Jones before. So you would pay Daniel Jones forty-seven million a year before you would pay Saquon fourteen million a year. You want my honest answer? Yes, absolutely. And here's why: because I have to find a quarterback now. Who's going to be my quarterback? You franchise tag Jones. Okay, who is going? I know, but who is going to be my quarterback for the future? If they believe in him, then you go, you go, you sign your quarterback. I, I'm, I don't say yeah. that. I'm not the GM of the Giants. I wouldn't do it. But what I'm saying is, I understand why they did it. That's uh, yeah, I, I think I that's just, my point. Yeah, no, 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 and I'm with you on that. I just can't get behind that because I don't understand how you look at Daniel Jones last year and say you warrant a superstar level contract. Look, here's I a agree. perfect example. Look at the Cowboys. <laughs> Dak Prescott is miles better than Daniel Jones. It's not even a competition. It's not even. It's not even arguable. Dak Prescott is a top ten quarterback, and Dak Prescott is struggling to get to the next level with a good squad around him. Daniel Jones, that team's not good. They have no wide receivers. Now they have a running back issue. I just, I, I just, I don't. But guess it. what? Everything you just said just made the case as to why Daniel Jones got paid. That's literally you just made the case of why he got paid last year. No wide receivers. This, that, and the third, and he went to the playoffs. No, da Saquon Barkley ran them to the playoffs. But when you are the quarterback for a New York team, yeah, you you are getting all the praise. It's just it's we're a quarterback driven league. That's no, my point. I, I do. I, I'm with you. I get it. So I'm just but but he uses that in the leverage to get the 40 million. That's why he got the 40 million because he's like, yo, I had we, you know we got rid of Kadarius Tony <laughs> and we had all these injuries at wide receiver. You know, I was doing all this with that and we made the playoffs. Like I'm ascending. That's they paid him because they think he's ascending. Not, I'm not saying I think that. I just think that they'll get more for a quarterback than they would for a running back if things were to go south. I'm just saying it's your fifth year in the league. You've thrown the last three years. You've thrown one touchdown a game, maybe. I think you had 15 touchdowns for the last three years or 16 that touchdowns. And it's like, okay, like you know what he is. Last year was the best you're going to get out of Daniel Jones because Brian Dable was making him run. Well, but he you're was never going to get a 300-yard-a-game passer and 25 touchdowns out of him. You're just not – he's never shown you – that you can do that. I'm with so, you, but he only threw five picks. So like he had a case, right? He had a case. That's I'm a third not, of his touchdown passes. Look, I, I think his numbers are pedestrian and what I'm with you. What are his actual numbers? I know it's 15 touchdowns. He threw for 3,200 yards. He had 15 touchdowns and five picks. He was sacked 44 times. He had a quarterback rating of 92 and a half and his QBR was 60.8. Can I ask you something? 
I'm being dead but serious. But that was his best year of his career. Okay. Except for the touchdowns. His rookie year was actually his best year in terms of that. But his, his interceptions were up. However, if you look at the last, his, his whole career, his interceptions have dropped from 12 to 5 from 2019 to 2022. And it, and it went down. So 12, because 10, 7, and 5. Well, he was going down before Dable. But he, so he, he does protect. How many football. touchdowns did he have when he had seven interceptions? Uh, what, oh, he had 10, 10 touchdowns. And so, so those seven interceptions are God awful in 11 games. So, so he, my, he throws one, he throws a touchdown a game. So here's my issue. Plus or minus. <laughs> now let me go on this real fast. Cause this is what I'm talking about. Lamar Jackson for comparison. He's never thrown for 3000 yards or he last year, last two years, he's only thrown for 2,900 yards, 2,700 yards, whatever. He missed five games. And you're saying that it's a pass happy league and he can't get the job done throwing the ball. So how do you how do you now as the as the GM of the Giants validate giving 47 million to Daniel Jones? He's throwing for 15 touchdowns and 3200 yards. Bro, I don't disagree with you though. I am on your side. What I am saying is I understand why they are why they are protecting the investment though. Like to me it's an investment. That's what it is. That's a bad investment. It could be, but he could also have a good fucking year. And then now all of a sudden that contract is a bargain in two years. I got you. That's I just, where I'm at. I and then, at, but, but, and then the running back is going to be like, wow, you're paying 10 and a half million for Saquon. You have him under the books. And then just say like, what if Saquon just goes down and gets injured again? Do you believe that Daniel Jones is actually, do you think Daniel Jones is on the rise with the, I, I like his situation. With the coach, I think they, you know, acquiring down uh, Darren Waller. They um, who, who else they got on the on in, in wide receiver? They picked up a, a rookie, didn't they? Uh, I don't even know to be honest. I don't know off the top of my head. But whatever, they got Darren Waller. That's a pretty big get, right? So yeah, yeah I mean, I think he could have a better year. I think his interceptions are going to go up eventually. Well, if he's throwing more, yeah. I mean, last year they weren't having him thrown a lot because they were just having him run. I mean, five picks. That's that's a very low number. That's but, the lowest I've probably ever seen in the full season. Nah, Nick Foles had 27 and two. That's right. Come on. But outside of Foles. That's... Aaron Rodgers. He threw for like 35 touchdowns and four picks after he went on Iowa. Okay. I'm on my shit. That's two. All right. That's good. That's good. Good work. See? <laughs> good work. All right. All right. Let's go on to uh, another crazy franchise, the Titans. They're favorites to land DeAndre Hopkins like overnight. They're minus 300. The Patriots are in second at plus 400. Where do you think he lands? Because apparently now Buffalo's in the mix. They want him, but God. they're saying that only at a discounted rate. Did you see what he posted on the uh, <laughs> on the NFL thing with Buffalo? That when they said, D, well, you know, will D Hop go to Buffalo? He had like the the two cows, and then he had like the two shit emojis next to it. Bullshit uh, for bu real. Bullshit, yeah. I thought that was I fire. Me too. I fuck with him. Who do you? He's think? so culture. I my, I don't understand how is Buffalo saying like acting like D Hop like oh yeah we'll take him at a discounted rate. Like, I don't understand. Do you understand what D-Hop and Stefan Diggs, and then you put Gabe, who's not, like, very good. He's good, but he's not very good. Put him in the slot. You have Dawson Knox, who's a nice tight end. You picked up Damian Harris. You have Josh Allen. D-Hop would put that offense on a new line. I actually think that tight end they drafted is going to be a problem. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean that. It was uh, Kincaid. Yeah, I didn't mean to say Knox. Kincaid. Kincaid is going to be heat. Yeah. And Kincaid's he's on my radar good. on fantasy, too. That's no yeah. cat. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> Kincaid is going to be really good. Um. So where do you think D Hop winds up going? Do you think the do you think the Bills have any chance? Uh, after that, after that post you just told me, I no, I don't think so. I think it's going to be. I, I think New England's his best chance. Me too. I mean, let's stop the bullshit here, dude. Let's stop. 
You get Bill Belichick as as your head coach. You wanted stability. You wanted culture. That, those were on his wish list. You can get everything his. right there. <laughs> yeah, he, that was his wish list. So you have everything you want with New England. They're a winning culture. They that's what they do. They work hard. You know, and now it just depends. Does he want to get? Does he want to play with Mac? I saw a video yesterday. Mr. Jones was throwing for seventy yards. That was a bomb. Seventy yards, Mr. Jones. <laughs> seventy yards, Mr. Jones. Is that what you're calling him, Mr. Now? Jones? Mr. Yes. Jones. You need to put some respect on Mr. Jones's name because I think he's going to have a good year. I'm I'm for him. I don't hate Mac Jones. I just think he's mid. <clears throat> so I think D Hop should go to New England. I honestly, and because he could be the number one there. I said New England. I said this from the start when this when he got cut from Arizona. That would be the best place for him. He'd be a certified one. He would help them. The Patriots have a great defense, a great offensive line, a great run game, and an average quarterback. Yep. If now he's throwing to D-Hop instead of Juju. Now you have Juju, who doesn't have to be the one anymore. He slides into the two. Then you have Tyquan Thorne, who looks all right. That would It would work perfect. And what tight end? Did they, they got Gusecki. Yeah. Gusecki ain't bad. He's he, an upgrade he's from, right. from Johnny Smith. Yeah. Well, they didn't really use him properly. That's, that's what I'm saying. They didn't use him. But Gusecki, I mean, who knows? Remember they, remember they they uh, they signed Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry in the and same Hunter, off season. Yeah, and everybody thought it was going to be were like, they, were, they were terrible. And Gronk, and they were trash. Hunter Henry was awful, and he was good in in San Diego. I agree. Where do you guys think is uh, D Hop is going? I, I think hear he's you guys going to the, the Patriots. Comments. I've said that all along. It I just, got the Patriots. It just too. seems like the perfect fit. I got the Patriots too. I and I I just I think Mac Jones can play with the addition of Billy O. I love it. I think the Patriots are slept on this year. I think the, if D Hop goes there, they're 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 making noise. If that if D Hop goes there, that division is going to be that division's already going to be crazy. That division will be ser- like that may be the first division to have four playoff teams. But the AFC West is nuts. I mean, the whole AFC is nuts. I know the AFC is you a bloodbath. Four bad. playoff teams in the a- in the AFC East. I like you have that. three playoff teams in the AFC North. Yeah, I would go to the NFC. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no, there's no, like, I don't want to say there's no comp, but it's nothing there's like the AFC. There's nothing like the AFC. AFC is a bloodbath. I can, I can literally name 10 teams in the AFC that if they went to the Super Bowl, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you're right. Seriously. I would not be surprised. I know. I could, I, you know, if I can name four in the AFC East, I can name four. Well, oh, I, I'd, I, be I, I'd be surprised, hey, surprised if the Jets, if the Jets made it. Oh, you fuck. Come on now. You, so, wait, minute, hold on. Let me get you on record. Yeah. Who's more likely to make the Super Bowl, the Jets or the Patriots? You want my honest answer? I don't know if I do, actually. Come on, bro. You already know who I'm picking. Oh, my God. We have so, to, I'm picking New England. You're so embarrassing. What, what, what's so embarrassing about that? You're going to trust Mac Jones yeah. and Bill Belichick, who's never yeah. won shit without Tom Brady, yeah. over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I'm going to trust Bill Belichick over Robert Saleh. I, I am. I, I, I'm 100% taking Bill Belichick over Who had over more him. wins last year? Okay. Who had more wins last year? It's it's one it's one season. <laughs> the fuck? It's one season. Relax. I, I'm going. I, I'm getting the, the best head coach of all time on my on my squad. Uh, what? Uh, if you got a coach like that, you always got a chance. I agree. I mean, I haven't seen much. You had a chance for 20 years because number and I haven't seen much from Rodgers. So what makes me expect that that, he, that he's going to go to the Super Bowl before Belichick? Rodgers is at least a competent. Rodgers is and a has, competent fucking you quarterback. You say you come up on this show all the time and talk about Rodgers hasn't done this. That he hasn't. Third. He hasn't and, done anything in the playoffs. And Belichick has been there for like six times in the last two decades. And bro. he's under 500 without Tom Brady. I'm sorry, he hasn't been there and he's won it six times. He's been there ten times or nine. 
Whatever the fuck and it is. I lost 12. And he's never and he's under 500 without 12. So no, I don't trust him. Look, I get it. I understand it, but I'm I'd rather have the fucking head coach over anybody. I get the best chance to win. Mm. Period. We'll see. You're fucking shot out though for saying the Giants are the the Patriots are more likely to go to the Super Bowl over the Jets. And You'll I don't see. even think you believe it. You'll see. But um let's stay on the Titans though. Let's remember go back that. to them because remember that everybody. I don't believe it. Remember that. He don't believe that. I promise you he doesn't believe it. But Malik Willis apparently is outperforming Will Levis, but Malik Willis is on the chopping block. Can you explain that? Because I can't, because that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, whoever's running this team should be fired because the best player should always play. I, I don't care where you're drafted. You made the mistake to draft Will Levis. You made that decision to draft Will Levis. Just like you made the decision to draft Malik Willis last year, Right. So if Malik Malik Willis is making progress from last year, why wouldn't you play him over the guy that you drafted? You drafted Malik Willis in the second round. You play to win the game. Like, I don't understand. Didn't they draft Malik Willis in the second round? Third. Okay. And they drafted Will Levis in the second? Or was he in the late round? He fell too. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but it doesn't matter. He was either a late round first or an early second. I think he was an early second, like pick 35 or something like that. But again, going back to what you said, so if you're sitting there and you have Malik Willis and you have Will Levis, and Malik Willis is outperforming them, you have to check your ego and it, just say, "I fucked up." The first pick, the first pick in the second round. So okay, yeah, that's what I thought. But I'm just saying, like, why would you cut Malik Willis if he's outperforming? I don't get it. That's what I said. They should be fired. That doesn't make any sense. Just because why? Because he was drafted a round earlier the previous year. Like I, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. That's your scouting department that screwed up. I'm, t- I'm, I am taking the best quarterback. Period. Look what that's look the at, most important position of your team. That's your engine. That's your leadership. That's everything. Like that's supposed the, to be. The Forty ers are a perfect example. They traded Terrible. three first round picks to get Trey Lance. Awful. Brock Purdy came in. He did his thing, and mm-hmm. now they're saying like, all right, nah, Brock, that's yours, brother. Yeah, Trey he Lance it. wasn't cutting it. He earned it. So that I just I don't understand the Titans on that. And I, you know who I feel the most bad for? Mike Vrabel. Traded AJ Brown. He he made the conference championship game was a number one C with Tannehill. You know what? Vrabel's the man. Yeah, but I, I'm starting to I'm starting he's got to have some playing too. Why? Because Why this is Vrabel? his football team. Yeah, but I, does he have say over that? Absolutely he does. You think? Absolutely. Mike Vrabel has a say of who's the starting quarterback of that. No, team. no, I'm saying like over draft picks and all that. I don't know about Dra- that because uh, well, I don't think he wanted AJ Brown. Uh, AJ Brown. I don't uh, think he traded. has full control. Like I think the GM does the GM's shit. You know what I mean? I think he, I think they get. You know, obviously his opinion matters. They don't leave him in the dark. I got you. Yeah. It's just some. They're gonna agree on some things. They're gonna disagree. It's just what it is. That's a relationship of working too. You know, and like not everybody's gonna believe what you believe, <laughs> but. Going back to that, yeah, I, I, I definitely believe that you know, I'm, I, I, Vrabel definitely he, he, he deserves, deserves some heat for that. If that's true, he could coach his ass off though. He's awesome. I love Vrabel. I love Vrabel, and I can say it right now, he's a top five fucking head coach. In the we said right that now. last year. Care. He is. He's absolutely. I don't care. Even bro. if he's five, he's still there. I don't care what, which way you. You could put out anybody on the right. Like he know he tells you we're gonna run the football. <laughs> They do it, can't stop it, and you can't stop it. And guess what? He doesn't go away from it. No, that's that's why. Like, I love that. That's why when they snuck into the playoffs, they beat the Ravens in Lamar's MVP year. He plays. They ran the ball down their throats. Yep. Because he knew Ryan Tannehill couldn't go there and outduel Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh. No, he knew he couldn't do it. So what did he do? He ran Derrick Henry down their throats, and they couldn't do anything about it. 
but you know he and he also could stop Lamar Jackson too. Totally, oh, they yeah, had a great totally. game plan. That great defense plan. was awesome. Totally, although Lamar got him the next year. Yeah, but it happens. That's uh, let's switch gears a little bit. What team this year are you looking forward to that you think is going to be the most surprising? And then I want to know the most disappointing. All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I can go first. All right. So for me, the team that's going to be the most surprising, I was between three. I was between the Patriots. Okay. Wow. Whoa. Okay. I was between the Patriots, the Vikings, and the Steelers. And I went with the Steelers. So I think the Steelers – I chose the Steelers because I think the Steelers are going to make the playoffs. Okay. And I think that – they're going to be in the thick of it and fighting for the division. And I just believe in Kenny Pickett and what he's about and what he showed me last year. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be the quarterback that takes a big leap in year two. I, I really like Pittsburgh this year, and I don't think anybody's talking about him. They won nine games last year. I just, Deontay, Johnson did, John, Deontay Johnson didn't score a touchdown pass. Didn't catch a touchdown pass. I know that because I had him in fantasy. He didn't have one touchdown pass. He had 140 I love, targets. I love Deontay Johnson. So I just feel like that they're the surprise team this year is the Steelers. And I think that they're going to be in the fight with the Ravens and the Bengals to uh in the division. Wow. Okay. All right. My most surprising team, the Atlanta Falcons. This team's loaded. I'm gonna keep saying until I'm blue in the face. This team is fucking I'll loaded. Be blue in the face. Whoa. <laughs> this team is fucking loaded, bro. Cordaro Patterson. <coughs> Sorry. Smoker's cough. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Algier, B. John Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, a top five offensive line. The only thing I'm skeptical about them is the quarterback. But Ritter's not. I, I think no, 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 no. be able to play. Hold on. If Lamar Jackson goes there, Atlanta's the talk of the town. Of course. The big the reason why nobody's talking about Atlanta is because of the quarterback. Yeah. It's the biggest question mark. But this team is fucking loaded. They got Jesse Bates in free agency. They definitely needed some safety help. That was their that was their biggest weakness. Was was their was their pass yep. defense. Now they bolstered that up. Their division is weak. Carolina, the Saints, and um, Carolina's Saints and the Bucks. Of course. Let's be real. None of those teams scare me. Like I, I don't look at any of those teams as Super Bowl contenders. No. So that division to me is wide open. If you mix Agreed. in the talent, this team is loaded. This team is ready to win. You I can, can make, I can argue. I can argue. However, I will say this: they are missing one more wide receiver. They're missing a two. I think they need. Yeah, they they missing. They're missing a two. I think Drake London is very good. I think he's he's an ascending player. He's gonna, I think he's gonna have a great I'm year. I'm surprised D Hop. They're contacting D Hop. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. He's a certified one. London can learn from him. D hop would fit there really nice. That would give Ritter a plethora of weapon weapons to work with in his second year. I don't disagree with that. That would be a great fit. I, I actually didn't think about actually, that. Yeah. I just thought about that. That's strange that Atlanta's not going after him. Depending on the cap space, too. That could that could matter. But regardless, yeah, I think Atlanta Falcons are going to be surprising a lot of teams this year. A lot. And I believe that. This this roster's loaded. I like it. This roster's loaded. I know. I, I said I'm this last year. See what I'm laughing. They're your Raiders. I'm laughing because I said this last year about the Saints, like in the same division. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I just realized that too. <laughs> That's me too. I'm like, oh, fuck. I said that shit. Well, hopefully you hit on this one and you don't miss. I feel good about it. I really do. I mean, like, look, I, I, I look at look at the pieces. It's hard to argue. 
Because if Lamar Jackson goes there, you're saying, oh, this team's a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. That's they're, the divisional fa- they're the division favorites at ease. So, and they're probably the second best team in the NFC. So at worst, they are a what? Uh, a quarterback away? Arguably. But Ken Ritter. That's what I'm okay. saying. The big question mark. If Ritter's uh, average to a little bit above average, the Atlanta Falcons win that division. I agree with you. I, I think they're going to win it regardless. Uh, you want to give me your team to disappoint this year? Or you want me to go first on go that? Go ahead. All right. My team to disappoint this year, the Bills. They had a noisy offseason. All that, all that contentious shit with, with Stefan Diggs. And did you know what else, bro? Their win totals only set at 10 and a half. Josh Allen and the Almighty Bills are set at 10 and a half. I think their window is closed. <laughs> I love you so much. Their window is closed. <laughs> oh, and the other team I was that was on the fringe with that was but it, they were also surprising and disappointing was the Vikings because they were 11 and 0 in one score games this year and I think that number's coming way down. So you're saying, wow, the Vikings on both categories. So you're saying like it, the pendulum can swing either way. Yeah, and here's the thing, the reason no no no, but for the same reason because I think it's going to be surprising because I think that when when you look at the Vikings, the Vikings people are looking at right now as a playoff team. They made the playoffs, the division lost to Aaron Rodgers. They should be the favorites to repeat in that mm-hmm. division. However, I think they were 11 and 0 in one score games. They had a bunch of luck on their side. I don't think that that necessarily happens this year. You lost Dalvin Cook. So I think that they're going to be surprising but in a disappointing way. Wow. I really do cuz like I said, if you okay. even if you're if you have 11 one score games again and you're 7 and 4, that's four more losses that you're adding on to that. You're going down to 9 and 8. Could be a problem. But for me, it's the Bills. I 10 and a half win totals low as shit. For that team, that's too low. And then I just, I'm telling you, dude, I think their window closed. That is my team this year that I am picking false. And if I'm betting, I'm betting the under on that. Hmm. My team's the New York Jets. Oh, my Period. God. I get it. Rodgers is there. Cool. Brees Hall's there. Great. What's it smell like? Garrett Wilson's there. Fantastic. Alan Lazard's there. Eh. 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 That's it. That's all you got? Rodgers, Brees Hall, and Wilson. What a bottom 10 offensive line. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I ain't buying this shit. What's their win total? I ain't buying this. The New York media is selling you guys this, this, this fucking hype. Mm-hmm. This hype shit. What is their win total? I think it's 10 and a half or nine and a half. Nine and a half? I think it's nine and a half. What? That's low. I'd be concerned. I would be very concerned. This this smells nine Raider-ish. And nine and a half. This smells Raider-ish, Bronco-ish, whatever you want to call it. I actually it. agree. Nine and a half? I think that's very – that is exactly – when I look at that, that actually gives me Raiders vibes. Because here, here, here's the thing. When I mention the Jets of being disappointing, you look at me like I'm crazy. I do. Right? Mm-hmm. And then we talked about the Patriots having a better chance, in my opinion. You looked at me crazy. Like, you think that the Jets are a slam dunk well, the Patriots Super, win Bowl, total. Con- the Super Patriots, Bowl contender. So do you think the Patriots – the Jets win total at nine and a half is low? I do. What do you think the Patriots win total is? I would say – Realistically, I would probably go eight and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half? Wow. Okay. I'm betting under on that because their schedule's fucking it is brutal. tough. It is tough. It is tough. They could realistically right. come out of the gate at like one and six. Their only easy game is the Colts. And the the only reason I'm saying that's because we don't really know what the Colts are going to be. Hmm. I don't think the Colts are going to be very good. No, I don't think so. But if Anthony Richardson is all right and Jonathan Taylor goes back to two years ago, Pittman, uh Pierce. Maybe they're okay. Who's to say Mac Jones can't make a massive ass leap though? No one. That's uh, that's they had a great defense. If they get D Hop, they got Ramondre Stevenson. Love him. 
They got some good He's pieces. He's coming home with Pauls on draft. They got good pieces. I think they're missing that wide receiver. They get D-hop. This is a different team. We're going to be talking differently about this Patriots team. Absolutely. So that's why I'm saying I, I, I just – I'm not buying into this. Rex Ryan ain't walking through that door. He's not. I know. They, I, that matters to me. I've never seen their head coach in a big, crucial game as a head coach. Who? Sayla? Yeah. He no. was a coordinator. Great. Cool. But when you were the head coach, it's different. Look, now that's fair. And I'm going to say the nine and a half is actually like, I know what you're saying. Cause it's exactly what my problem was when they made the Raiders eight and a half. However, Rogers last year didn't throw for 300 yards in one game, but I'm betting on and, but, and they won seven games with the worst quarterback situation. So they're saying Rogers is worth two or three games bet on it. My thing is, is I think Rogers is going to be motivated. I think there was a lot of, shit surrounding him and all the stuff that happened with the Packers. So I'm betting on a motivated Aaron Rodgers to come back with a team that is stacked. He's going to have the best defense he's ever played with. I agree. Well, well, arguably, arguably he's going to have Garrett Wilson, the offensive rookie of the year. He's going to have Alan Lazardo. He's familiar with Brees Hall's coming back. I think Brees Hall last year was great until he got hurt. Yep. I know the offensive line's a concern, but I think that Aaron Rodgers can negate that because he can get rid of the ball quickly. I just feel like with the Jets, man, I I would bet on Rodgers with that team because I don't think Rodgers is washed. I think this is crash landing. I really believe that. I think this is this is this is gonna surprise a lot of people. I think a lot of people spread, are gonna be wrong. The nine and a half spread does actually make me look a little bit because I'm like, okay, that's a little low. Like ten and a half, I would have been like, okay. Like I see that. But again, they only they won seven games, so they're saying Rodgers is worth two or three wins, which I agree with. But Rodgers has never played in a division like this. That's fair. And where in six games out of the year, he could be f- pretty good and still win. He has to be excellent. And here's the problem. Here's another thing I just thought of, too. And this is where it's going to get tricky in the whole AFC. In the AFC East especially, I don't think 9-8 and eight is getting you in the playoffs in the AFC. I agree. Possibly. It depends, though. I mean, last year there was a fringe team. It was like 10 and 7, right? Close to it. That's what I'm, that's what I'm Close saying. Close but no cigar. I don't think 9 and 8 is getting is getting an AFC. The AFC, you have the Ravens, the Steelers. The Steelers missed it last year at 9 and 8. They were right? like, well, they tied, too. They were like 9, 8 and 1 or something like that. Or 7, 9, 7 eight, and 1. 8, 8 and 1. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. But what if the Browns are good? I don't think so. But what if the Browns are okay? The AFC East is going to be just as good as the NFC North. I don't disagree. Yep. Or I'm sorry, the other way around. The NFC North, if the Brand, if Deshaun Watson gets anywhere close to how he was in Houston, the NFC North will be just as difficult as the AFC East. So there was a 98 team last year. I knew it. The Dolphins got in a 98. And the the Jaguars and, 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 and the Jaguars. They were nine and well, the Jaguars won the division. Yeah, I get it. Right. You're not winning the AFC East at nine and eight. No. You have to be a wild no, card. No, you could be a wild card though. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're getting in at nine and eight on a wild card though. This year? Yeah, I just don't see it. The I AFC, think yeah, it got better. They legit. I can name between two divisions. You have seven playoff teams. Well, let me let me rattle off the the teams last year. The Chiefs, they're making the Bills, guaranteed. The Bengals, uh, the Jags, the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Dolphins. That's seven teams. What what other team can you put in there that could possibly replace another one? I would say my two would be the Chargers and the Bills. Okay, and you replace them with who? I would replace them with the Jets. And if the Patriots get D hop, I would I would think about the Patriots. Okay. So I would I would I thought you were gonna say the Steelers and the Jets. Oh, I'm which sorry. I think that's you were going that way anyway. I will take the Steelers. No, the Steelers 
Yeah, because I think you had them as the most surprising team, and you think they're going to make the playoffs. I do. So take so, out the. So you have the. You have take the, out the Patriots. Okay, so you 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 think the Bills are the Bills are gone, mm-hmm. the second seed from last year is gone. Yes, that's interesting. And then the Chargers. Chargers, ugh. like I, I, I don't I, know. That's what I'm saying. There's like legitimately ten teams. Yeah. That if they went to the Super Bowl, I I, I wouldn't bat a fucking eye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I, like I said this uh, a few episodes ago. If the Bills win ten games. I think that's a great season for them. Now, that was before that win total came out. The Bills are my team this year that falls off. What's their win total? 10 and a half? To, and, that, and that is low. That is low for John. The guy had 40 touchdowns last year. You tell me it every week. He had 40 touchdowns. What's up? He had 40 <laughs> I touchdowns. Tell you every week. I'm just saying, though. But And you're telling me a team with Stefan Diggs and added Damian Harris? Damian Harris doesn't stink. I agree. And your win total is 10 and a half? You lost your offensive coordinator last year. Your quarterback regressed. Now you lost your defensive coordinator. Okay, Sean McDermott. Yeah, he's the head coach and he's a defensive guy. Okay, but he's going to now take over play calling duties on defense. Where's your head coach? You have Diggs unhappy. I'm just telling you, that is a recipe for an abomination. And that's a problem. That's a problem. And I think the Bills are the team this year that they're going to have a, they're going to have a lot of mishaps. It's just I, I it's hard to imagine a second seed though to just bounce out of the playoffs for a Listen team that Pauls. didn't make it last year. Listen to Pauls. And like I'm not going to put the Jets over the Bills. I'm not I, there. Well, I'm I not am. there yet. I am. I think the Jets are going to be better than the Bills this year. Like I, I'm just not there yet. I got you. I no no, I'm with you. You know? Yeah. I'm not saying it, it can't I think happen. As a, as a team, but, I think the Steelers are better than the Bills. As a as a full team, well, I would call cap on that. I would say the Steelers are right up there. They have a better head coach. I think Kenny Pickett's going to take a leap. But Kenny Pickett is not even in the same. No, he's not. He's not. Same element as, as George Josh Pickens Allen. is going to be all right. Deontay Johnson's all right. Najee Harris is all right. I agree with they that. They always got their defense. I in a big game, I'm tr- I would trust the Steelers more. I mean, look, I like Josh. I'll t- I'll take the Bills any day of the week for over the Steelers. And I'm not I'm not, I'm not shitting on the Steelers. I just think they're just two different teams. They are, but that, I think the Steelers are ascending me too. because of the young quarterback. I think, I think the, the Bills uh, are. I think where they're at is they're just always going to be there. Maybe you know they're they're, they're going to be like one of those teams. They're going to be like the Colts or the Chargers. They're like the Chargers from back in the day. They've always been there, right? They just never did it. They never did it. That's that's, I mean, that's kind of like what I see in them. But I I, I just I don't, I don't see them, you know, falling like that. But you know. You know, if they do, hats off to you. I mean, that would be a great call. The Bills are going to come out of the gate fast. The end of the year for them is the problem. They play the Bengals, the Broncos, the Jets, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Dolphins. That's a brutal nine-game stretch at the end of the year. But them getting off to a hot start can give them a lot of confidence, No, no, too. that's what I'm saying. So, I, looking at the schedule, I may be off on that, but I'm still saying that they're – well, they play the Jags early. They play the Dolphins early. I think the Jets' schedule is fucking – The Jets is brutal. Gruesome. Yeah, but – I think it's fucking gruesome, and I think it's going to spell trouble, and I think it's going to spell trouble early and often. They start off their, – their, their first six games is a fucking nightmare. They play the, they play the Bills – they play the Cowboys. They play the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Broncos, and the Eagles. They got to get through that 500. That's insane. Then they play the Giants, and then, and then they play the Chargers. Then a- after that, it's not that bad. They got the Texans. They got the Dolphins again, the Commanders, the Browns, the Patriots, the Falcons. I think the Fal- I think Falcons are going to beat them, but yeah. 
Let's stay in the AFC East here. Let's stay in the AFC East here since we just Let's went, do it. went through that. Do you think Bill Belichick is coaching for his job this year? What? What? Never. Why would he ouster. ever coach for his job? He is. That's ridiculous. He wins. He goes seven and ten. That's ridiculous. Ousted. So you think if he goes, he he doesn't need to make the playoffs. So what? His job. If he goes seven and ten, that's my that's my head coach, and I'm I'm riding I'm riding until the wheels fall off. Oh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. You built you built a twenty year culture around Bill Belichick. You ain't just gonna drop him off. Tom Brady, brother. I I understand that, but he's still a genius. That brain, he, he's his brain is wired to 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 be a football coach. I understand that. He but is I'm the best. Saying, he's the best. A, did they make the playoffs last year? No, they didn't. The it year before that, they did. They the, and what happened? All right, they lost. I got it. No, they, no, they didn't lose. They didn't lose. They got the shit beat out of them. They got their ass kicked, but they still made it with Mac Jones, who everybody shits on. Nick, so it doesn't matter. Nick, let me break he, this down. He, to he you. had success. That's the okay, point. Let me break this down to you. Hey, you know what? The, hey, you know what they did when when their rookie quarterback had success? <laughs> what? They hired a defensive coordinator okay. as the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And you had people thinking Bailey Zapp was better than Mac Jones. He played excellent. He did. I'm not saying that, but that's a problem. You gave him no offensive support. That's a problem. I, I, you gave him I two agree with bum that. ass tight ends. That's a problem. No wide receivers. That's a problem. So where's the genius? They're not paying anyone. Why can't they get anybody in there? Why can't a genius? A genius gets blown out. He misses the playoffs. And he hires a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator. It's just not Bill Belichick anymore because he's not got he's not with Tom Brady, and that's the problem. That's crazy. No, it's not. No, it's everything not. you said is fucking crazy. That's all true. No, it's not. You know what's true? What's wrong? You know what's true? Where, tell me where I can't. No. Do you know? Do you know what's true? In that Super Bowl against the Rams, how many points did they score? Who? They scored three points. Enough said. That offense was fucking scoring 50 points a week. They were going toe-to-toe with the Chiefs, going 50. Nick, it was a rookie head coach in a Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It does not matter. So then what, last year, what happened? What happened? What happened last year? Where's the fucking genius? I didn't see him shut anybody down. Okay, it's one season. A year, every what happened the year season, before that? Every season is different. They are in a salary cap season. He every lost season stuff. is... What? He lost his stuff. Because you're telling me in 2016, he held Brady, Sean McVay to 10 points, and then Josh Allen comes out there and wipes the floor with you. He made the playoffs two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Long time ago. So he missed the playoffs one season. Okay. I, I'm not saying that Tom Brady wasn't a big deal of his, of his success. Didn't they miss the But kick? I'm not going to discredit somebody that's been to nine Super Bowls, who's won six of them, who shut down the greatest turf of all time, who's who shut down the Rams and has another Super Bowl Nick, with three points. That's great, but that's old. I know, but he's he's been he he's a fucking NFL savant, bro. I'm not saying that's that, but exactly two out what of the last is. three years, he's been mid. I, the, the two, three years, we're going short term. I'm going, I'm looking at longevity. Not, like rosters do change. NFL do, it changes year in and year out. You don't have the same team as you did last year. It just happens. It does. All right. Let me bring some up here. Please. Okay. So Bill Belichick has all those nice rings. All yeah. with Tom Brady. Two out of the last three years, he misses the playoffs. I'm talking about recency. You have to look at recent because he's fallen off without Tom Brady. I don't understand. Andy Reid goes 92, 49, and 1 with Donovan McNabb. He goes to Kansas City. He goes 50 and 26 with Alex Smith. And then he gets Mahomes and he's 52 and 14. Andy Reid didn't fall off a cliff at all. Andy Reid went to five NFC Championship games with Donovan McNabb, who most of America, besides me, says isn't a Hall of Famer. Then he goes with Alex Smith 
the Chiefs are right in it. He goes to Patrick Mahomes. He hasn't played a road playoff game in five years. Okay. Five five AFC championship games, three awesome. Super Bowls. That's great. No, but my point is, is that Andy Reid went to another system, went out west, and is still doing his thing. There is no drop-off there. With Bill Belichick, before Tom Brady, he was horrible. After Tom Brady, he's been horrible. That I'm not the 20-year thing, that's history that will never be erased. But when at when you lose Tom Brady and you tried to trade him earlier, otherwise his record would, if he would have traded him when he wanted to and kept Jimmy Garoppolo, it would have been even worse for him. But my point is, is that after you lose Tom Brady, you fall off again. So yeah, I have to look at that because Tom Brady's not walking through the door. So my point is, is in this moment, it's a what have you done for me lately? And it's Bill Belichick, your time, show me what you can do. Show me what you can do. If he wins seven games, he's getting fired. Absolutely. If he wins seven games, dude, he's getting fired. He's a savant. He's the best coach he ever. He's the best coach in the NFL. And you can't make the playoffs? He is. He's the best coach of all so time. So my point it's is, not is why, even can't close. Make, why can't he make the playoffs? He's made average players a lot of money. Andy Reid hasn't? A lot of money. Andy Reid hasn't? I'm not saying he hasn't. But the guy has six Super Bowls, bro. Nick, and I get it. I'm not disputing that. I know. But what you're saying is, and I love Brady, but it wasn't all just Brady. There, there, there's a head coach there. They make a decisions. They make roster decisions. They do. They do. He coaches the defense. He does all that shit. Like, I'm sorry, but Trey Flowers, who, who, do you know who that is? Yes, he's a linebacker on the fucking Patriots. No, he was defensive end, right? Uh, oh, he was excuse def- me. Listen, he excuse was me. He was a defensive end from Arkansas, right? Listen, this is a great. This is a great story. You'll learn something. Okay. <laughs> he was a defensive end from Arkansas. Went to the Patriots, won Super Bowls, and you know what happened? They let him walk in free agency. You know where he went to? A dumbass organization like the Lions. He got overpaid and he sucked. But guess what? When he was on the Patriots, he was fucking awesome, and he made him a lot of money. Because you want to know why he puts his players in the best position to succeed. Well, it's and good ev- that he does it in every single position. He well, does. it's good that he does it for his players because he damn sure don't do it for his coaches. Look, I can't speak on last year. Last year was just a, a weird year. They didn't have an offensive coordinator. They didn't ago? have. What about three years ago? Well, two- Back in 2017, 16, 15, 14, we were not having this same energy about Bill Belichick being. I know, family, but it was eight years ago. I know, but we're. Okay, but he's still a good-ass coach, bro. I'm not disputing that. So why would you get rid of a good-ass coach? Who are you going to absolutely replace Bill Belichick and his culture for? Who? What, Nick? Who is worth it on the market that Bill- would you would replace Belichick for? You would be fucking crazy. If his culture was so good, why did Matt Stafford not want to go there? Why did Aaron Rodgers not want to go there? It's not Bill Belichick's culture. It was Tom Brady. They can't handle the heat, bro. They don't like being coached. Come on, brother. Absolutely, bro. Brady left because he had he had enough what? of that. Oh, okay. so he didn't like being coached? Well, no, he 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 wanted he wanted power. Belichick is all about power, bro. He is. He Stafford. Well, you, you can't have power when you fucking stink for the last three years. He has all the power. He he's a, he's literally the GM and he's the head coach of the team. He's in head of the entire operations. That when you think of the Patriots, you think of Bill Belichick I, right now. You're fucking crazy, Tom Brady. Right now, right now, I just think I just I think of a mid organization. Look, look at the look at the Patriots logo. Think about the 2023 Patriots, and you're the first person you're going to think of is Bill Belichick. Oh no, I think a ha ha. That's crazy. That's that's ridiculous.
Nick, come on, bro. This is wild, bro. What, like, I'm not saying anything no, out of context here. What you're saying is Bill Belichick should be fired. What the fuck? How, how a guy that his stature should ever be fired is crazy. Because Tom Brady left, and in and, and three out of the four seasons, you've done nothing. Bro, you know I'm how sorry, hard? Four out of four seasons, you've Mike, done nothing. Do you know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl? He's won six. Yeah. Six. That's okay. the most in history. They have the most in NFL history. Tie. Thank you. Do you know the key word there? One. What's one? Past tense, right? He didn't win. He didn't win last year, did he? But it's recent. It's not. It's not to the point where it was like a decade ago. It was. It had the last Super Bowl uh, win they had. It was 2019. Yeah, it was four years ago. Cause 2019. Okay, but that's four years ago that you still went to the Super Bowl and won it. And then what happened six, the next four years? But six Super Bowl rent. Six Super Bowls. That should buy you a lifetime. That's my point. Bill Belichick, Bill, Be you know how old he is? Yeah, 72 or 76. Exactly. Let the wheels fall off, bro. That's your guy. Oh, that's your culture. Off, but that's your that's your culture. He's built that entire organization under his beliefs, and they were successful for it for two decades. I don't know, bro. When I watch Asante Samuel and former players, they all say that it's bullshit and it was all Tom Brady. But the funny and thing, I believe the players. But the funny thing is, you watch Tom Brady talk about his appreciation for Bill Belichick. He cried. Nick, I'm we're not, talking about Asante Samuel and Tom Brady. They're two different people. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. No, but oh, no, 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 no. Tom Brady legitimately cried on his podcast when they brought up Bill Belichick. What does Bill Belichick mean to you? He paused for like five seconds and then he started crying. Nick, because they're the best duo of all time. It's not even a debate. It's not up for debate. They, like you said, they won six Super Bowls. Yeah. They went to 10. Yeah. Okay. I or nine Super Bowls. I get it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, though, over the last four years, Bill Belichick hasn't done much. So, yeah, I think he should be on the hot seat. I think he should be on the hot seat. If that team wins seven games, I don't understand how you're a genius and you're projected to win and you're projected to be three games under 500. Look, I just think it's strange to me what you are. I'm implying that I'm watching over the last few years. This is fucking crazy. No, if the not. Eagles had Bill Belichick on their fucking squad, ain't no way in hell you would say he should be hanging on by the ropes after he just delivered six Super Bowls. No fucking way. There's no way. After four years, Nick. Yes, bro. We didn't. We didn't want to get rid of Donovan because he went to four straight NFC championship games. Imagine a fucking head coach delivering six bowls to you. Shit, man. That's a different conversation. Nick, he's 72 Stop. years old. He might have lost his fastball. He, oh, shit. My thing went out. Good. Because you shouldn't be able to hear yourself. I don't want to hear you. That's what, that's what I should be hearing. Fuck out of here. I'm just saying, bro, you don't think that he lost. So I'm just saying, you think that the years of success for a 72-year-old that doesn't seem to be catching up to what's going on in the league should be just be, you can walk off on your own terms. So you you would live in mediocrity if you want to coach for the next six years and he doesn't make the playoffs. The only thing mediocre. No, answer that, please. The, the only, I am. The okay. only thing mediocre in Bill Belichick's current situation would be his offense. His defense is pretty damn good. It's an offensive league, bro. Uh, he coaches the defense. His defenses are always good. They're always top ten. Okay. He's always got a top ten unit. It don't. It don't matter who the fuck is there. So why didn't he go get a good offensive coordinator? Because he thinks I, he I fucking know. knows it all. That, that's an ego thing. That has nothing to do with anybody should be getting fired because he missed two straight playoff uh, uh, seasons. See you, Billy. And you came back that's and ridiculous. your win total seven and a half. That's ridiculous. You come back and your win total seven and a half. That's ridiculous. You're going to get rid of a coach who got six Super Bowls after because he, he, he missed the playoffs back-to-back season. That's ridiculous. The last four years, he's been mid. That's crazy. Last come on. The AFC is, and the AFC is absolutely torched right now. He has a, he's a young quarterback. But if he's, if he's the GOAT. 
If he's the GOAT and he's the savant, you got to put on. He is. Okay, so then they should make the playoffs. No team goes to New England and just whoops their ass, bro. You're always going to get a dogfight with them. Really? What happened in that playoff game with uh, with the almighty Josh Allen? Few and far between. Everybody gets blown out, Mike. You just told me that he don't get blown out. I'm just saying, few and far between. They rarely get blown out. They are always in the fight. They're always in the playoff picture in the end. They are. They weren't in the playoff picture last year. They were. Towards the end, they were definitely in it. And what happened? They didn't make it. Okay, they didn't make it. it. That's okay. The Dolphins were a better team that year. And that's okay. They had Tyree Kill and Waddle. What you're saying is, I'm not disagreeing with you, but the defense was still fucking good. It was all right. Come on. This is this is this is this is crazy. It is. It's crazy. Bro. I, I, I can't believe. Like, no. See, the, the problem is, is you listen to all the media shit. I know. You're like, oh yeah, like, oh yeah. Oh, this guy made a good case about uh Andy Reid being better than Bill Belichick. Anybody who watched the fucking NFL for the last 25 years knows damn well that that ain't even true. Andy Reid is better than Bill Belichick. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Bill Belichick is better than Andy Reid. I, that's my point though. Bill Belichick is better than Andy Reid. I'm not saying that. But however, so, okay, so if Andy Reid misses the playoffs next year, he should be on the he should be on the hot seat. No, we shouldn't. Why? Because he would miss back to back seasons. He would be on he would be all, on pace. Listen. If he missed the playoffs this year, next year, he should be on the hot seat. Nick, the guy's coming off of five straight AFC championship games. And this guy is coming off a Super Bowl win from 2019, which was very recent. Okay. You're saying Bill Belichick is better than Andy Reid. It's a slam dunk. Right now. No, right now, Andy Reid's better than Bill Belichick. It's not a fucking argument. Right now, Andy Reid is better than Bill Belichick. Andy Reid's got a better better situation right now. Yes. Draft better. He could have traded up and got Mahomes. Andy Reid, I mean, Bill Belichick runs up. So right now, you think if you're starting a team right now, right now, present day, you're starting with Andy Reid, with Bill Belichick over Andy Reid? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. It depends on how I want to build my team. Do I want? Oh, my God. They're two different coaches, cuz. That's Nick. One is an offensive guru. The other one is a defensive savant. So right now, who do you want? In today's NFL, who do you want? I mean, you want the offensive guru. Real shit. You would lean towards that way, but if you in my lean, you would fall that. In way. my defense, I would take the defensive savant because there's very few and far between. If it's a pass happy league, you can you can get somebody to call plays and figure it out. At least I had defensive guy. That's the hardest piece to get over the offensive guy. So I'm confused why Bill Belichick called Matt Patricia. He could have called somebody to call them plays, right? I don't disagree with that. I think okay. they just ran out of time, honestly. And I, I think last year well, was just a to, weird. He needs to work on time management. Uh, no, nah, I, I just don't think I don't think anybody wanted to go to that situation because a you lot of uncertainty. Toxic? Could be. I don't know. He could. He, I was he, genuinely asking that because uh, that's, that's a run, point I never thought of. He could run a toxic organization and we don't know. But my I like to believe no, because Matt Patricia went back there. Joe Judge went back there. Uh, all the coaches come back. So if it was toxic, why the fuck would you go back to a place you hate? Because you want a job. I know. But you had 32 other teams that are willing to to, to get you a job, too. Special teams, they could do something. You you would do everything in your power to avoid a situation like that if it was that bad. Well, not really. If you can't get a job and it's like, yo, I can go there and make 500 grand, why would you not do that? Yeah, but you can make 300, 400 grand somewhere else. Just I'm be just saying, with, with, with a lesser role. I'm I know, but wants you. if it was toxic, that's what I'm saying. But the, this nonsense of Bill Belichick should be should be fired is crazy. He should never be on the hot seat, bro. He's that's that's insane. That's fucking crazy. If he thought. goes under that win total, they should oust him. That, that, yeah, you know what happened with them? They wouldn't win jack shit. They would be they they wouldn't they they would probably be in the running for the number one overall pick next season. So they would mimic the last. Four they years? would be fucking terrible. You do not. Fi- yeah, exactly. You do not fire a coach that won six Super Bowls. That is not coaching that much longer. He has earned that. I agree with that. He bought us up time. Six Super Bowls is crazy, bro. Like no, no other head coach has done that, bro. I I understand that. I understand that. But 
I just, I, I it's like, yo, put up or shut up. See, he's old. See, he's 72 years old. But my point is, I'm, ju- I'm genuinely asking. If he goes to Robert Kraft and says, yeah, I want to coach for six more years, you're going to let somebody 78 years old who hasn't made the playoffs in five years keep coaching? That's bad management, bro. You know what I would say? Hey, Bill, make yourself comfortable. Make yourself at home. And you know what I would say? That's exactly what I would say. You know say. what I would say? I'll see you in my rear view. No way, bro. Because the whole league is running past No way. Him. Bill Belichick gives his all when he coaches. He's not just going to half-ass shit. I, I didn't he say he was half-assing. He looks at everything. Yeah. He looks at it all. And he looks at a lot of losses. He does. But he also looks at a lot of rings. Hey, past tense. That doesn't matter. No, that's that's history. It is history. That's history. You can't I, take that away. And I'm worrying about the current. Yeah, but I'm more, I'm telling you that he's earned the right to coach until the wheels fall off completely until he doesn't want to coach anymore. Well, if they win seven games, the wheels are off, bro. There's no the way that are you off, think big that. Family. You Absolutely. think the wheels are off with seven wins in an AFC that's lat loaded with Mac Jones a quarterback? Come on, man. I, Mac Jones is Mac Jones. That's, I'm told this is, is good. fucking nonsense. I'm told bro. Mac Jones is good. If you're a savant, I think Mac Jones is okay. I think he's ascending. Cool. I think he could be. He could be. If pretty you're a good. savant, you're the best coach ever. Yeah. You can look at all your shiny hardware. You have to produce. He has produced though, even when they didn't go to the Super Bowl. He has built fucking defenses that were no names, and they were awesome. Nick, if I build a house and there's no door on it and I can't get inside, what good is the fucking house? It doesn't matter. They still had success. That's the point. They had success. You acting like they every year that Brady never won a Super Bowl, they didn't make the playoffs. They went 10 years without one. Okay. So what? And then Brady, I don't know what, what Brady did, but he pliability. So I, I just, I, this is crazy. I, I can't believe you feel this way about Bill Belichick. That's that's to. actually like heartbreaking. It really is because like, yo, you, you are, we are watching the, one of the best minds in football we are ever going to see. It, it's, it's, I'm, I'm actually shocked about that. I'm shocked about you, about you too. I'm disappointed. Um, it's crazy. On the subject of disappointment, what qu- what quarterback do you think is facing the, facing the most pressure leading into this season? This is crazy. I, I'm so speechless. I'm sorry. All right, take your headphones off again. Bye. Because <laughs> I don't feel like hearing your shit no more. <laughs> I'm just heartbroken. <sighs> anyway, truth hurts. It, it does. It's there's no truth to it. You're, you're just a moron. No, nah, I'm him. No, you're just a moron. There's there's <laughs> there's nothing. It's it's just blasphemy that's coming out of your mouth, bro. It's Bill Belichick, dog. It's crazy. This is fucking wild. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. What quarterback is facing the most pressure? Second time. Um, it's Russell Wilson for me. He oh, was go- shit. Yeah, he was god awful last year, leading the Broncos to a four and eleven record um in 15 games he played. Uh this guy was a certified Hall of Famer a few years a few years ago. The last few seasons, I couldn't tell. <laughs> Anybody else? I couldn't tell. I saw a decline. And that's why I, I I said what I said last year about him. I said he was washed up. I didn't believe in that, in him. I didn't. I, I just didn't believe in him. I think I, I I just I saw it in Seattle. Then when he went to the Broncos, he stunk it up. I still will never forgive you. Last year when we were doing the the teams that like we thought were Super Bowl contenders, and you said that you thought the Broncos are going to be trash. Yeah. You said that all summer, I know. and you just and you're a savant. You well, have six I, rings. I, I did say close, but no cigar. But yeah, but you didn't stand yeah, I know, on them the I know. way you stood on. Like, if you would have stood on them the way you stood on them fucking Echo Raiders, I know you had it. It would have been crazy. Would've but been, that was a crazy call. That was that was a great take, and it was really true. And I wish that it got. I, I'm so mad at my, out there. I'm mad at myself. I I I. It's hard to sleep at night. I'll tell you that. But yeah, it's Russell Wilson with the addition of Sean Payton at the helm. I've heard Sean Payton is one of the best coaches of all time. I've heard he's one of Cap. the best coaches in, in the league. Cap. This is what I heard. 
That's just this. There's a lot of hype around Sean Sean Payton, right? There's no Nathaniel Hackett there to, to 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 bail him out and say he's the problem because Hackett got all the blame. You could you could say without doubt. I'm not saying that he didn't deserve a lot of the blame because he was a fucking idiot. I here's the thing. I no, know no, no, Hackett no. was a dumbass. moron. I'm with you. Dumb I'm with fuck. You. <laughs> I don't think it was all Hackett though. Well, I don't think so either. I think it was a combination of both. I think Russell Wilson's on a decline and Hackett just wasn't a good head coach. Period. Yep. And you know, I just, I, I, I just, if he can't do it with Sean Payton this year, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Russell Wilson, he's gonna be, he's gonna be fighting to be a starting quarterback the pre, uh, in 2025. I got one better for you. If Russell I'm sorry, Wilson, 2024. If Russell Wilson plays as bad this year as he did last year, Russell Wilson's gonna be talking about playing himself out of the Hall of Fame. Mm. That's how bad he was last year. If he finishes out his career over the next two or three, say he's a starter for this year and next year, and he plays that poorly, and then he's a backup, history's weird like that. They're going to forget those years that Russell Wilson was a stud. They're going to remember the, the They're going to remember that, his, that he fell off, and then you're going to start talking about Pete Carroll in a different light. Like, was Russell Wilson only successful because of Pete Carroll? What do people say about Mike McCarthy? He wasn't shit without Aaron Rodgers. So what you're saying is we highlight the bad more than we highlight the good. To a I think it's a, I think it's 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 circumstantial. But I think with Russell Wilson, I think everybody thought that Russell Wilson made Pete Carroll. And I think that when you see Pete Carroll take Geno Smith, who was a career backup for ten years, make the playoffs, throw for thirty touchdowns, do all that shit, and then you watch Russell Wilson force his way out of Seattle, choose his team in Denver, and completely fall off a cliff, it's like, okay, what is that? And I just think you look at Russell Wilson in a different light. So I think Russell, the next few years, next two years of Russell Wilson's career are going to have, are going to be really impactful for his legacy. That's a great take, but it's, it is weird. It's all about timing too, right? Because everything is timing because he had such a great start to his career. Right? I love Russell. I don't, here's the thing. I don't hate Russell Wilson. I loved Russell Wilson. When he was a Seahawk. I loved Russell Wilson. I thought he was great. He, and he was great. I'm just saying when you go to Denver, and you're doing all the, the parking spaces and the office and all that, and you come out there and you play like that, he was legitimately, like, actually a bottom five quarterback last year. But you know what's crazy is, like, when we talk about the timing, yeah. he started off his career so fast. He was yeah. he was excellent. He won the Super Bowl, did he all that. Matt Flynn. Right. Right? And then the next couple of years, he was shit. Ah, not shit. He was shit the last two years. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant in the beginning. Oh, I thought you meant in the beginning. No, no. So, so listen. So, I'm talking about his in the beginning of his career. He was excellent, right? Hall of Fame trajectory, everything. Won a Super Bowl, did that in the third. He was great. The next, the last two years, though, right? Yeah. 2022 and 2021 wasn't that good. If you reverse his career, first two years he was ass. Then the next ten he was great. We're talking about a different player. We're talking about Tom Brady. Ain't that crazy? Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady was the time, an average But what I'm saying is the timing is everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just, yeah, he started off fast, and everybody was loving Russell Wilson, and now he shit the bed two years in a row, and everybody is kind of turning on but him. But here's the thing. I don't think it's solely based on play. I think a lot of it's his attitude. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it's attitude and the shit he does at the microphone. Yeah, Dave agrees with you, too. I don't think that it's it's mostly his play, because here's the thing. Russell Wilson, I don't think Russell Wilson's a bad guy. But Russell Wilson just does really cringy shit that rubs people the wrong way. And I just, with, for me, I, it's just, it has, it's a lot about his personality and 
he got with Sierra and it's like he got with a celebrity and he started trying to be a celebrity and he doesn't look like he has that dog in him. Hmm. And that's what I think is the problem with Russell Wilson. But I love that pick. My pick on the quarterback facing the most pressure is Justin Herbert. Ooh. And I think it's go time for Justin Herbert because pressure he, in a way of him potentially he, losing his job in LA. No, but I think it's going to, he's going to fall into that category of he's just a good player and he's a choke artist like okay. rivers fair similar to how philip rivers oddly enough in the same uniform um i just feel like he blew a 28 to nothing lead that goes on his shoulders it was his first time making the playoffs and i just feel like now with justin herbert all the talent in the world his arm is as good as burrows as good as mahomes as good as as allen he has the same arm talent as those three guys mm -hmm. but you have to get it done Tua has a better head-to-head -head record, uh, a win-loss record. This is Herbert's fourth year? This is Herbert's fourth year. He made the playoffs one time. Yeah. He's got a big contract coming up. Now, he's going to get paid that big money simply because of talent alone. But, yo, you got to win games, dude. You can't constantly be fighting for a wild card. you no. got to win games. And it's go time. You just hired, what's his face, Kellen Moore. So, my thing is this. And, and, and I think we have to have a conversation about this, too. I actually think it's kind of person. I personally, I think it's bullshit that we got to have this much success early in your, in your, in your career. I think we are rushing the success of these kids to a degree because when we're saying a make or break for Herbert, I, I just say make or break. Uh, well, I'm just saying pressure, pressure. I think every quarterback has pressure, right? But Nick, his offense is loaded. bro. But when I say the most pressure, like I, I feel like if they just, just missed the playoffs. I think he's still he's still going to be one of, regarded as one of the best guys. I think he's going to hear a lot of shit. I think so too, and it, it would be a fa it's fair. Here's a comparison. But I do, but do you are you on the side of it's fair to have his success that early? Yeah. Like 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 you have to, or wow. or else like, like to me like because now in the league, players are playing like 15, 18 seasons, mm -hmm. right? They're not in just ten years anymore. Right. Whereas like, yeah, if, if you spent four years in the league and not winning shit, well, 40, 40% of your career, if you had a 10 year career is gone. So like you have a small window, I think now the window of opportunity to be successful is so massive that it kind of buys them time to, to, to get to that point. Like it, it is a, it's a, it's a journey and a destination to reach a super bowl. But I think, so when I, you, I don't know. When you, how do you feel about that? When you're as talented as somebody like Justin Herbert, and you just keep missing the playoffs. It's one thing if you get to the playoffs and you miss making a playoff and you, you're not winning a playoff game. But if you ask 32 GMs right now, who are you starting a team with? Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson? I would say 32 of them are taking Justin Herbert. But in the beginning of their careers, Justin Herbert's had more to work with and has accomplished less. And that's where you just look at it and it's like, okay, at what point do you have to stop just focusing on that talent and it's like, okay, well, you're not producing wins. And that's where it's like, I mean, Donovan McNabb, he drafted in 99. By 2005, he's already been to four NFC championship games. Yeah, but is that fair that everybody has to have the same success? Because situations and, are different. I understand that. But his situation, he's in a good situation. He's in a good His offense is absolutely loaded. There's just, to me, there's no excuse. Like, Trevor Lawrence, awful rookie year. Second year, battles back, makes the playoffs, wins a playoff game. Okay. Worst division now. Yeah, but he has an easier path to the that's division. That's true. So but, like that's that's the reason why I'm like 
But Justin, okay. the problem with the Chargers, they lose those games that they need to win. I agree. They they're they're weird. They just fall apart. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like that's true. With Justin Herbert, it's just like, all right, bro, you are so talented. That's so true. You are so talented. I need to see you win games. That's true. Tua produced now. Look, Tua had Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill this year, but the year before that he didn't. And he had what's his face? Who was that? Who was his coach? Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores hated him. He was making the playoffs. He went nine straight games in a row. It's like, come on, Herbert. Like you, you're you're too talented to miss the playoffs. If he's a first round exit, he makes the playoffs two out of the four years. He's a first round exit both years. It's like, all right, but you got there. You got there. Not for nothing. Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert, miles better than Baker Mayfield. He went to a two win, a one win team, and in two years they made the playoffs. It's like, come on, man. Okay, yeah, he had a good offensive line. He had a good running game. Okay, but he was the quarterback of that team, and he made the playoffs in Cleveland. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with Justin Herbert. I think he has a lot of a lot of pressure on him this year because his talent level is so high that he needs to he needs to play and win big games. I just I just feel like it's just it's so early though. You know what I mean? Like no, it just, is, it is. And that's why it's like, all right, like say, <coughs> just say he he goes to the playoffs, doesn't win a playoff game. It's like, all right, now we're playing the comparison game in the short term. Mm-hmm. So the short term, you're gonna go with the success. Long term, you're gonna go with the talent. Well, long term that's where my, that's that's why that like perfect example. Going back to Lamar Jackson. If you're telling me I could pick a quarterback for the next 10 years. I'm taking I'm taking Justin Herbert, not even thinking twice. Even though in the short term, Lamar's been um, Six more successful. More successful. Absolutely. He's got more hardware. Yeah, yeah. But my point is, is I think Justin Herbert is so talented. I think he's a top five talent yeah. quarterback. And I just like for me, it's like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has already been to a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts inher- inherited a shit situation, toxic environment. Makes the playoffs with a rookie head coach. Second year head coach, he goes to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts had le- Jalen Hurts. I don't want to say he had less to work with, but Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are similar to AJ Brown and uh Devontae Smith. Okay. But Justin Herbert also has Austin Eckler. And it's like I just feel like I don't want to say that like they're he's not gonna get paid and they're 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 gonna be looking for a new quarterback. But I'm just like with Herbert, it's like I just feel like he has a lot of pressure on him to win because I think that he's gonna start hearing a lot of shit about his ability to do things. It's an interesting it's really interesting. I mean, I just I lean on the side, it's too early. I I do. I just because I'm I'm taking the investment aspect. I know what I have in the talent wise. Yep. I know he can get better by year eight. Year eight to twelve, we can have a dynasty. My mom said Deshaun Watson, and that's true. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's facing a lot of pressure. Oh yeah, and that's why I said that game when they play the Broncos right before Thanksgiving, that is a huge game for both of those franchises. He was actually number two on my list, but I I went with Wilson instead. Yeah, but yeah, that's actually a great point. Deshaun Watson is under a lot of pressure. He actually pound for pound, he actually probably is the most under pressure quarterback in the league. She's she's right. You know what? Actually, when you think about it, yeah, because of the contract. The contract. The contract's fully guaranteed. He's the only one who has a fully guaranteed contract. Lamar Jackson couldn't get it. Yeah. So yeah, she's right, Mama. She's potting. All right, give me your uh, before we get to the under center and get out of here. Give me your top ten wide receivers heading into this top season. ten wide receivers entering this season. I got number one, Justin Jefferson. Two, I got Jamar Chase. Three, Devontae Adams. Four, Tyreek Hill. Five, Cooper Cup. 
Uh, go argue with your mother. I don't care. Six, <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Seven, A.J. Brown. Eight, C.D. Lamb. Nine, Amon Ra. St. Brown. And 10, I got Devontae Smith. I know that's crazy. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, he, he was close for me. He's a beast. Number one, I got Justin Jefferson. Number two, I got Devontae Adams. Number three, I have Tyreek Hill. Number four, I have Jamar Chase. Number five, I have A.J. Brown. Number six, I have Stefan Diggs. Number seven, I have Cup, Cooper Cup. Number eight, I have Amon Ra. Number nine, I have CD. And number 10, I have T. Higgins. T. Higgins is top 10, fam. Would you take Devontae Smith over T. Higgins? I'm curious on that. I mean, I'm, I'm dead serious on that. Would you? Yeah. I'm not trying to make you rewrite your list, but yeah, I, mean, I, I would. Really? Because mm -hmm. I don't need another T. Now, Higgins I'm going back to Broadbent's wedding when we got in that argument on the bus. So do you think Devontae Smith is better than Deontay Johnson right now? Right now? After the the season Deontay just had, yeah, I, I would take Devontae Smith. At, hard, at the time, Deontay Johnson was coming off 140 catchers or something like that. I but, was like, come on, what are we talking but about? But what do you think if you put Devon? Do you think Deontay can do exactly what Devontae Smith did if they switch roles? Yeah, I think they're really, they have similar skill sets, and honestly. Because you actually put me on Deontay Johnson. He's Deontay awesome. Really He's good. fucking great. He just didn't score last year. Other than that, his numbers are fine. I know. That was the problem. That's the crazy he thing. He was great. He's actually really good. But yeah, no, I have Devontae. I think Devontae Smith, he, he was number eight in total yards this year. It's got to count for something. 95 catches led the Eagles and no, history of the Eagles with catches. Come on, that's fucking crazy. In a single season, he has it. And it's what? In his second year. That's crazy. And he's a first round pick. You know, that's a lot of pressure on that kid. I know. And I love T. Higgins too. I mean, it, it's it's really, it really depends on who you, on, who do you like as a wide receiver? You like the shifty guy who can get open? I do. I separation, do. or you can get the guy that can go up in the air and get the fucking ball because that T Higgins does that. I think T Higgins can do both. I think T Higgins is shifty too. I think he's. All, I think he's I, great. I, I'm a huge fan of T Higgins. Yeah. I've, I've been on record saying that he's for like awesome. the last two years. I think T Higgins is, is a stud, and he just he just gets put a little bit under the shadow of he's Jamar inconsistent Chase. Sometimes though, you, he can you wouldn't you wouldn't know unless you have him on your team on fantasy. But he's very inconsistent at sometimes. He's very he could be boomer bust at times. The problem is he I goes going around. Jamar Chase gets so much love and affection because Jamar Chase is a stud. Yeah. So it's that's it's why he's stuff. that's why he's number two on my list. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. I was actually thinking about it, but like for me, it's just like Devontae Adams and who do you who do you got? I have um Jefferson, Adams, Tyreek Hill, then Chase. Tyreek Hill and I chase. Where's I feel Cooper like, Cup? You don't have him on your top ten? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I have him at seven. I have AJ Brown over him and Stefan Diggs. I would take those two before him. Wow. Wow. I would. I don't know, man. I know, I, I know what you're saying about Cooper Cup. It's but like, so, it, but again, it, to me, it just comes down to recency bias. He just got hurt. So, of course, everybody's going to take him. Correct. But, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even disputing that. But let's let's let's. After he won the triple crown, I said that he was the best wide receiver yeah, in the game. I, now, in nine games last year, he had 98 targets, 75 catches, 812 yards, and six touchdowns. In nine games, if he did that in a season, that's still good. That's a good season. He had the same amount of catches, right? In nine games, you ready for this one? Then Jalen Waddle had all year. Guys like Jalen Waddle had all year. T. Higgins has 75 catches. You know how many Cooper Cup had? 75 catches. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Played seven less games. You Eight put three games. guys on Cooper Cup, the motherfucker's getting you. He's getting open. It could be third and 13 
Cooper Cup is getting open and he's getting a first down for 30 yards. I've seen it so many times. And he won. This is how crazy Cooper Cup is so underrated. And, and I can't believe a lot of people are, are actually like not seeing this. Matthew Stafford was loved in Detroit. I know exactly where you're going. Went to the Rams, won a Super Bowl. But guess guess what? Cooper Cup was the MVP. Cooper Cup was so fucking good that he won the triple crown and he stole the thunder from Stafford. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy. A wide receiver with that with, with that much production has taken over and, and overshadowed a quarterback that just left a shitty franchise and went over with the Rams on his new team and won a Super Bowl in his first year. You know what the craziest thing? You know I, what holding, are we arguing? You know what's holding Cooper Cup back? I'm dead serious when I say this. He's five foot ten and white. So what? That no, but I'm saying I think he gets judged from that. I agree with you, and I, I'm here to dispute that. I know he's I'm a baller. He is. He. Is, I absolutely. would take Cooper Cup over over the rest of the league besides four players that I named. But Cooper Cup, it, he's awesome. He's awesome. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Seventy-five catches in nine games. That that's got that's somebody that's getting open. I don't care about the system. He could be a system guy. He is the system. If you ask me, seventy-five catches in nine games. That's crazy, cuz. That's crazy. Then he got hurt. He had the same amount of catches as Jalen Waddle and Higgins. And we put these guys in the top 15. Yep. So, and he did it in nine games. He missed eight games, half a season. Mike, he was on pace for 150 catches, 1,600 yards, double-digit touchdowns. And which, which, it was, uh, who was the quarterback? It wasn't. Didn't Stafford get hurt early? Stafford got hurt, and then some uh, Wolford or Wolford. Yeah, so it was <laughs> right. Yeah, I would never have even got that. So, what the, the conversation about Cooper Cup is just crazy to me. He's being wildly slept on, man. And so if he falls in, in drafts, I'm taking him. I actually do think though, it's it part recency bias because of the uh, the injury the injury. Absolutely. But when you put up his stats, I mean, his stats are full season stats in half a year. Bro, it's crazy. It's 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 absolutely. I mean, it's think about insane. it. In 2018, Carson Wentz didn't have a wide receiver over 500 yards in a full season. I know. I know. So. That, that's that's the that's he had more more catches than Olave, London, Thielen, Judy, Keenan Allen. I mean, he, Keenan Allen got, got hurt. So did Judy. Right. But he did it in nine games. Nine. Yeah, still saying something. He was two less than McLaren at 77, two less than Evans with Brady. This guy, this guy produces. What are we talking about? This guy is fucking definitely top five. Because if he was healthy last year, he would probably, he would be number two or three in stats. Maybe number one. Maybe. Yeah. No, no. You make a compelling case. Dude. Catches not... wise, he'd be number one. Justin Jefferson led the league with 128. You're telling me Cooper Cup and getting 50 catches in, in, eight, in, games. in eight games. You're, you're, you're crazy. He had 75 of them in nine. Nine. You're crazy. It's, it doesn't make any sense pace for about 140 catches. This guy's a beast, bro. All right, let's move on to under center. Um, Trevor Lawrence edition. Then we get out of here. So who would you rather have under center Trevor Lawrence or Jalen hurts? Jalen hurts. I'm taking Jalen hurts too. Trevor Lawrence or Tua. Trevor Lawrence. I'm the same. Yeah, it's not close. And the only reason, well, not the only reason, but a big part of it is, man, I feel really bad for Tua. Because I, you don't know what the hell, you yeah. Don't know what's going on? I think he's talented. I I I feel he's, like I kind of disrespected got, him the way I said it, but like it's he a is big good. year for him. Yeah, for Tua too. If he can stay healthy, 
the Dolphins, without a doubt, make the playoffs. Yeah. If he's healthy, without yeah. a doubt. He's he, he's somebody like you could root for now. I do. I do. I never I like, liked yeah. Tua. I thought Tua was mid. It's and got, I, I find myself rooting for him. He's got good personality. Yeah, I like the guy. Trevor Lawrence or Jared Goff? Oh, man, this is tough, dude. Holy shit. Uh, I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence here. Okay, me too. Talent-wise. Jared Goff is talented, but he popped this year. If he pops again this year, might be it's gonna be a Jared Goff is gonna Jared be, gonna be noise, moving, up, moving up the charts. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be rethinking the way we view Jared Goff. Yeah, I agree. Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson? I got Trevor Lawrence. Deshaun Watson blew a 21 24 nothing lead in the playoffs. Thank you. Yeah, proud of you. There you go. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence or Lamar Jackson? Um, Trevor Lawrence. I'm going Lamar. Okay, I still have to go with Lamar for right now, but let's see over the next few years how they. Over the next say two years, I don't know. This is a big year for Lamar. Trevor too. Lawrence can can run too. That's I know. Not Trevor, Lawrence twisted, bro. Is, Trevor Lawrence is a very underrated athlete. He, he's a very good athlete. I agree with that. Um, Trevor Lawrence or Josh Allen? JA seventeen. I also will go Josh Allen. That's yeah. even though that pick scares. You're about to say that's crazy. Please listen when I speak. Um, I was going no, to say, say that. I thought you were about to say that. No. So I was just checking you again. I here's my thing. I get nervous with Josh Allen because of the style of play. But right now, Josh Allen is better than Trevor Lawrence. But that's not saying that Trevor Lawrence can't come out and pop off this year and get right in that conversation. He makes an AFC championship game let alone, or a Super Bowl. You're going to be looking at Trevor Lawrence in a whole new light because like the if he puts the Jags on, that's you know what I mean? The funny thing is, is that anybody that wins the AFC this year or go to a title game, they had, I mean, they're they're going to be regarded as one of the best like, because of the of the AFC is so crowded with like teams that you know what can is, win. It's just you know what is so important. It's tough, man. You know what is so important that bye week. Oh, There's absolutely. Only one bye week now. Yeah, it the depends. Jags. At, we're going to get into this. The Jags are a sneaky team that could grab that bye, and we will. I will get into that later, and I will explain that. Um, last one, and then uh, Phil hit me. Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert? I'm going to go Herbert here. I just like him better than Trevor Lawrence. Man, I love I love I'm gonna say Herbert too, but I'm not I love Herbert. I'm not hundred percent dug in on it, and I am a huge Herbert fan. Yeah. I love Justin Herbert, but like I said, he's got a win for me. It's Herbie I for me. All right, guys, that concludes episode one sixty one. Nick, take it away. That was fun. That was great. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support in the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next Tuesday at PI, baby. Enjoy your weekend. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping, it's Aruba. I realized I had to go.